Senior citizen singles cruise. What fun! Old folks in a boat! Hey! Let go of me! I ain't no sack of spud, you lousy kid! Okay, Grandpa, let's get you to your room. On the Lord Hut, Hero Hut, Nick. On the Lord Hut, Hero Hut, Nick, Nick. On the Ricky Ticky Low, while living number one, Nickelodeon. Good morning, you beavers. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. Oh, spit, I'm bald again! <laughs> hey guys, it's Buff. <laughs> this is episode 196. We're talking Rocco's Modern Life, Cruising. That's right, Cruising. Uh, I think Quincy, our buddy Quincy, sent this as a suggestion. We'd ask people what they wanted to hear us talk about, and... Um, I, we're always happy to talk about Rocco. Yeah. And, sure. uh, of course, this is a very special 30-minute Rocco. <laughs> yeah. I think, actually, the last time, not counting Alvin on Wienerville, uh, the last time we <laughs> talked about an animated show was um, Doug's Dinner Day. Yeah. Which yeah, was in, one. like, November. So, yeah, quite a while. Yeah. Yeah, Doug's Dinner Date and... Uh, yeah, we don't do many. I mean, I guess Rugrats, uh, uh, what was that? Beach Blanket Babies. Classic. Man, yeah. but that feels but, like forever. Yeah. Yes. But uh, you're back. You did, you did, um, our, well, you were here last for Shelby Woo, which we, we, right. we, <laughs> which needless to say is our most popular episode ever. I, I had a blast. I don't care. <laughs> uh, I did too. Um, <laughs> But you also joined us for our favorite uh, Rocco's episode. Yes. Um, and so you kind of popped into my head as far as like, well, we're talking Rocco. It's either Bup or Max. I thought you would uh, be be a great guest to kind of chime in on it. Oh, yeah. I am. I am very excited. I mean, it was definitely it was on my top 10 list. I mean, granted, it was at number nine. But yeah. again, if we discussed that doesn't make it mm. bad. That just means right. that you know, there's so many great yeah. Rocco's. It's hard. It was hard to make a, a list. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, Andrew was was cruising on your top ten. I didn't go back. Yeah, it was it like was... number five, I think. Oh wow! Okay. List. So okay. it's in the top five. Okay, and it is not in my top ten. Probably not in my top. Wow. How many Rockos are there? Uh, uh, Four hundred eleven. No, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'll say I don't it's pro- total. Probably, probably in my thirties. It would probably be in my. Wow! 30s. Wow! You re- wow! Okay. Jeez. Okay. Yeah. I'm <laughs> not a, you're not a, not a grandpa wolf fan or a... I actually love grandpa wolf. I, it, yeah, we'll get into it. We'll get into okay. it. Uh, okay. yeah, there's, there's a few things that I, I yeah, I'm middling on. That's crazy. Um, uh, uh, I know, um, we were just talking about before recording, um, on our, uh, right in episode Clarissa, Bup, you were just saying you got something cool in the mail. Yes, I did. Um, I know that uh, Allie was your guest that day, and uh, she had mentioned yeah. the, the website that she has. And I went on there and I ordered uh, one of the uh, Artie Pipe t-shirts. I could not help myself, and I'm so, so excited cool. to add that to my wardrobe. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> so thank yes. you very much for uh, for mentioning it. So yeah, Big Door yeah. Prizes is uh, her site, and lots of cool stuff to get. I I personally I got a uh, Inspector Thirty Four sticker, a King of Frode, and a uh, International Adult Adult Conspiracy. So, uh, lots, yeah, very lots of, cool. Yeah, because I said so. <laughs> because I said so. Um, yeah, definitely. 
I do plan on ordering something. I still haven't, but I also oh. want to get that golden wiener still from the Wienerville <laughs> site. But I've got a few things. You got a you got a list, a list going. Yeah. Uh, well, don't worry, Andrew. I may I may have picked you up a few things. Oh wow, that's yeah. nice of you. Once once we um, see once we see each other again. <laughs> uh, I do have a small announcement. Um, yeah. I've finished my second book. Um, it's the sequel to Space Junk. It's called More Space Junk. Um, and uh, it's available on Amazon if you're interested. Yeah. Um, also, if you're on Goodreads, I don't know if you know that site, but uh, and if you're interested in the first book, but you just don't want to spend the money, um, I'm giving away 100 copies through them. Oh, cool. Um, that ends in like a month. So oh, really if you cool. enter there, you know, it's free. So Goodreads they search space space junk and uh yeah there's like goodreads giveaways okay. uh it's in that section and you could find it in there um, really cool and the new ones on amazon more space junk yep i'm excited yeah i mean i just i just found out myself so i'm excited oh that is awesome yeah Andrew, i'm sorry to say i haven't had the chance to read them yet i i will be honest i'm one of those people that i always say i need to find time to read and then i never do and then i but i really do need to and i have i really do want to uh, look into those because they sound really cool so thank you very much it's totally understandable i know <laughs> reading is even like for me when i go a few months like if i go a few months between reading books it'll yeah. like i'll have some resistance to it before i can get back into it again right um so i get it you know yeah but are you gonna you ever thought about doing an auto uh audiobook um i've thought about it it's just there's so many characters in these like i don't think i could do it myself i mean i could do it in my own voice but like it feels like it demands a little bit more than that yeah Man, I don't know anybody who likes doing funny voices or anything. So I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally kidding. I'm totally. What's, kidding. what's your charge? What's your charge? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry uh, to say that I, I would definitely be considered an amateur in that department. I have done voiceover before, but I've never, I've never been paid for it. So um, it's it would be a dream of mine for that for that to be the case. I wish that was my my full time job, but uh, alas, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's very cool. Um, yeah. well, if you read it and you're into it, <laughs> um, I will be. So. well, Rocco here, uh, cruising. This episode is uh, season two, episode 10. And there was two dates online, but the one that came up the most was January 1st, 1995. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so it was a new year's day episode, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah. And we have not talked about January of 1995, so do you want to hear a little bit about it? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, this first one is interesting because in this last week, especially on Twitter, this had become kind of like popular, and I just remembered how much I love these. But um, the last uh, cartoon for The Far Side is published by Gary Larson. Wow. Um, yeah, he had started it in 1980, so he did it for 15 years, but uh, the last one ran on January 1st, uh, 1995. Wow. Um, more recent than that. That's crazy. Hey, you know what? Chris um, randomly sent me a Farside cartoon the other day. <laughs> uh, I it's, It looks like he's putting out some new stuff. Yeah, he... Uh, you know, because I like just really started looking through it. Yeah, he has a website and he's got a section on it 
where he's like releasing just kind of random stuff. And some of it's just mm -hmm. experimental. Um, some of it's more in the vein of far side, but um, yeah. So like he's, I think just primarily releasing through his website. Yeah. Um, but uh, man, those are good. They're really yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> uh, also that month, the murder trial against OJ Simpson begins in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. Um, the LA Rams announced that they are moving to St. Louis. They have since moved back to LA. <laughs> uh, the Golden Globes are that month. Forrest Gump and the Lion King are the big winners at the Golden Globes. Uh, but, huh. but, uh, I can't forget here for best drama TV show, the X-Files. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to guess what won best comedy in 1995? Hmm. Oh, yeah. Like home improvement? Uh, it's not a bad guess. It's an NBC show. Mm. Uh, friends? Not friends. <laughs> I, I, NBC? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I know what station everything was on. <laughs> I, I don't think you're going to get it. It, it was, uh, it was about, it was mad about you. Uh, oh, yeah. totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the Super Bowl is played that month. The San Francisco 49ers beat the San Diego Chargers 49 to 26, and Steve Young is the MVP. Um, in TV, we have the premiere of such shows as Taxi Cab Confessions, uh, <laughs> Sybil. Andrew, you're a big Sybil guy. <laughs> I did watch it. I don't <laughs> <laughs> really you did i'm joking yeah like as a kid um i mean i don't really remember much about it i remember her though like yeah distinctly yeah she's pretty she seemed pretty animated um the waynes brothers show and uh you know i think an all-time classic star trek voyager uh begins mm. oh. um boy is voyager janeway yeah, yeah. janeway okay. yeah. yeah bup you big with star trek uh, yeah, the next generation, big time. Uh, yeah. Funnily enough, yeah. my mom actually got me into that. Uh, and nice. uh, I, um, I think we talked about this in a previous episode too, because uh, I think someone brought up Insurrection, and I mentioned that my favorite of the Next Generation movies was uh, for oh, right, right. And, um, so uh, Next Generation, yeah, Voyager, not not so much to be honest. I never oh, really okay. okay. I know some of the characters' names. That's about it. So, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, are you Next Gen or Voyager? Uh, next gen, definitely, but I think Voyager is like the next one for me. Yeah, I think it's real close. Uh, ending that month, we have My So Called Life, uh, The New Prices Right, which I don't know what that is. There was a new Prices Right. <laughs> I don't think Drew Carey was hosting yet at that point. <laughs> yeah, I know. And Andrew, one of your genuinely, I think, uh, a show you mm. liked was uh, Liquid Television. Oh, loved it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, music that month, we for three weeks have On Bended Knee by Boys to Men. Mm. Of course. Uh, and we have for one week in January, Creep by TLC, which is, I think that's the yes. one. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Uh, other albums released, we have an album from The Roots by uh, Van Halen. Local H and Hank Williams Jr. all release release albums that month. Uh, movies number one movies for one week we have Dumb and Dumber, Oof, a wow. classic. I think one of the I, one of the funniest movies ever. 
<laughs> no? Uh, yeah, I mean, it is. <laughs> it's very good. I think There's other stuff that I would go to first, but I agree. It's very funny. I watch it occasionally if I catch it on TV. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Uh, cool. I, I, definitely one of my favorites, uh, favorite Jim Carrey movies. And uh, yeah, it was really good. And even it, Jeff Daniels really pulled it out like big time. You expect oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Jeff Daniels was just, he was great. Just killed um, it. Yeah. The one line that sticks with me till now with from that movie is uh, the gloves. Like, <laughs> um, you have two pairs of gloves this whole time. <laughs> uh, yeah, what? we're in the Rockies. <laughs> Here, my yeah. hands are all sweaty. Here you go. <laughs> um, so for our buddy Alan's birthday, you know the. Yeah. Have you heard of Cameo? Like you can like you can pay people to like send happy birthday oh. messages. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got hit Alan one from uh, a guy named Fred Stoller, who he's in Dumb and Dumber. He's the guy knocking on the phone booth, like, oh, like you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting all agitated. You know that guy? Yes. He's uh, in Seinfeld. He's the guy who's all distraught off because the, the button falls off the shirt. And he doesn't remember Elaine. Anyway, so I got Alan a message from him. It's <laughs> <is> hilarious. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, for three weeks, we have Legends of the Fall, a movie I still have never seen. No. No. Uh, uh, other movies that come out in January of that month or January of that year: House Guest, Tales from yes. the Crypt. Uh, House Guest, yes. Guest? Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry. I'm Classic. Sorry. Um, it's been so long since I've seen it. I don't. I don't even have like an opinion on it. I guess. Um, Phil Hartman, Sinbad. What more do you need to know? Oh, boy, I'm. I'm not like. I'm not recalling that at all. Maybe I didn't see it. <laughs> Should it, should and it, the is poster this, is like it, Sinbad coming out of the mailbox. <laughs> oh my gosh, wait, that's actually ringing a bell, the promotional material. I was going to say, I don't think, the minute you said Phil Hartman, I was like, how do I not know that? And then, yeah, wow. Is this is this like a what about Bob knockoff type of thing? or? Uh, no, I forget why Sinbad shows up at this house, but he's like pretending to be someone. And he's living with Phil Hartman's family and like kind of slowly driving them nuts but like also endearing himself to them and stuff you know? yeah so, so what about bob <laughs> uh yeah i guess i guess not <laughs> <laughs> yeah um okay well i will i will uh i will seek it out because i do yeah. love both those people uh, a lot so. yeah. uh we also have tales from the crypt presents the demon knight also pretty good yeah not bad and before sunrise, which is part of that sunrise mm. trilogy, I've never yeah. I've never seen any of those, but I've heard good things. Saw the first one, and it's great. I've been meaning to watch the rest. I just it's great. Uh, and then video games uh, that month, we got two. Uh, I haven't heard of either. One is called Battle Arena Tashiden, hmm. and the other is called Bust a Move. <laughs> oh yeah. You ever seen the Move? Come on, Joe. <laughs> is Bustin' the Move a really famous one? Yeah, I mean, pretty well known, I would say. I mean, it's one of those. Is that like, is that it's... at the arcade or was it an at-home thing? Uh, yes. <laughs> I, I think at both, if I, if I remember correctly. I think uh, you would know the game itself better as Snood. It's basically being, the exact same Are you being thing. serious? I, it's like the exact same game. It's Wait, two, I mean, 
two different companies make them or whatever, but oh, it's okay. like the same concept. Yeah. Oh, okay, because Snoot is, Snoot is so good. <laughs> it's like like uh, Breakout and Arkanoid. They're the same game, just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Okay. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, well, that's a little bit about January of 1995. Do you guys want to talk about cruising? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Cool. So as Rocco, Heifer, and Grandpa swerve across O-Town, Grandpa is complaining about Rocco's driving on their way to drop the old man off on a senior singles cruise. But when they reach the boat and begin searching for Grandpa's room, he stops to use the toilet, and soon Rocco and Heifer find themselves stuck on the ship. Uh, I just wanted to note um, that the animation in this episode is just a joy to look at. It's like so... I feel like this is the peak of animation for Rocco, maybe. Um, yeah. It all looks really... Um, like, it's honed more than some of the earlier episodes, but it's not, like, overly... Um, I don't know what the word for it is, but, like, they Polished. haven't, like... Yeah, yeah. There's still, like, a little bit of that old style to it, but it feels yeah. suddenly like they know really know what they're doing. Yeah, especially um, it, some of those like exterior backgrounds on the ship. Yes, it feels yeah. like almost like Ren and Stimpy ish. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I agree completely. Especially, well, I don't want to get too spoilery. Although we might have gone into the story of this when we did the top ten, but yeah, when they get when they're in the triangle and yeah, uh, all the yeah. stuff going on in the background, it's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I just want to point out right here when Heifer is, uh, like, I love the cartooniness of this episode when Heifer's running up the ramp to the ship and the ramp is like, um, <laughs> going through this like wave yeah. under his um, weight. Right. Um, just, just, yeah, it just looks really nice. I also love the gag of Rocco realizing the ship's taking off and jumping off of the ship yes. just yeah. to try to just to try to pull it to shore, yeah. and then just getting you know pulled. I'd like to point out he succeeded in getting off. Why didn't he just stay off? <laughs> yeah, correct. Just let Let's just go. let Heifer take care of Grandpa. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> His Grandpa. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Heifer assures Rocco that they'll blend in on the ship. But suddenly they're chained up in the brig where they meet the ship's imposing captain. What a lovely mess. We're not even supposed to be on this cruise. No money, no tickets, and we're stuck here taking care of Grandpa. Now what are we going to do, Heath? Just what we're doing now. Act natural and blend in with the crowd. Who's going to know? Just blend in with the crowd, Rocco. Act naturally, Rocco. Who's going to know? Who's gonna? Who's gonna know? Um, I love him so much. <laughs> the captain's great. Yeah, he's really funny. Yeah, and I love this whole setting. This like old, old people cruise that they're stuck on. It's just a. It's so strange, and um, I don't. I don't know. I just love this. Andrew, did it remind you at all of the passage of Lady Anne from Twilight Zone? Hmm. I didn't think of that, but there are some parallels. Not yeah. to say that. Yeah. Though that though that's not one of my favorite episodes of Twilight Zone. Oh, I think I, I mean I think it's like for the fourth season. I think it's like a pretty mm -hmm. digestible, but there's a lot of parallels. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's it's an old person cruise, and there's some reversal of time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Good call. Good call. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> 
the captain informs them that the previous deckhands were thrown overboard by a mob of angry geriatrics. So he puts Rocco and Heifer on deck scrubbing on deck scrubbing duty um, with their uh, toothbrushes. The classic uh, gag. Yeah, I love when they're caught and they're in the dungeon. It's a, it's almost uh, you can't yeah. do that on yes. television esque. Yeah. <laughs> also, I love Rocco's freak out when they're in the dungeon. Yeah. Um, what does he say? Uh, like, who's gonna know? Who's gonna who's know? Gonna know? <laughs> he tries to kill him. Yeah, very funny. <laughs> um. But the old folks prove to be too much for them as Rocco gets carried off by some older ladies and Heifer is chased down by a mob of seniors after he knocks over their walkers. Um, I, I also just want to point out this scene with Rocco and Grandpa. Um, hey, there's some you ladies. Oh, girls. Come to Papa. got the babes oh youth is wasted on a young um, but i love this grandpa line uh oh, beaver got the babes <laughs> beaver got the babes <laughs> uh, yeah. and perhaps i shouldn't be asking this question but where did they take him <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I was thinking that i was wondering if they ever like addressed it again but yeah, I can see that so. being something that maybe they left on the cutting room floor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, later in the last dance ballroom, Grandpa spots his old flame, Winifred Wolf. But before he knows it, she's gone. Afterward, in the dining room, Heifer serves dinner, and an old folks' food fight breaks out. Oh, real fast! Uh, yeah. Going going back to Winifred, um, there's that there's that good cutaway of like him initially meeting her. Right. Yes. And he's just being kind of a, you know, kind of a cocky jerk. Yeah. And, uh, he, he, he reminisces that, you know, she, she probably really wants him, but we know the daydream that he's unappealing enough that she well, slaps him. Bless my and bone. What is it, Grandpa? I, I, I'd swear that gal out there was. <clears throat> it is. It's Winifred Wolf. He's Winifred Wolf. What are you, ignorant boy? Oh, she was the most popular she-wolf at Ozark Tech. Oh, she was crazy about me. Uh, she's probably forgotten about that by now. Hey, hey, where'd she go? Yeah, yeah. He's trying to be real slick, mm -hmm. I think is yeah. my Which fits with Grandpa. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It's funny though, yeah. like uh seeing his like crotchety older self versus his like slick younger self. Yeah. Um, I thought that's yeah. kinda of funny. Yeah. Um also I love this uh old people food fight. It's <laughs> yeah. just a perfect <laughs> it's like they're little kids kinda, you know. Yeah. Um can I mention something about that? And I, I don't know if I should do it now or later in stray observations, but there's something really weird about that. Scene. I know what you're going to say. Heifer? I think, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think save it for stray observations. Okay. Yeah. No problem. I'll perfect. Then. <laughs> <laughs> um, as the sun sets on the deck of the ship, grandpa runs into Winifred. 
But when he tries his old tricks on her, she snubs him again. Yes, I remember you. You haven't really changed much these past 50 years, have you? No way, Faye! I'm still the hottest thing since sunburn, baby! Let's go stepping, huh, kid? I don't think so, Hiram. Perhaps if you had changed a little, but you still resemble the wolf I knew so long ago. Goodbye, Hiram. And I, I kind of like how uh, upset Grandpa is here, too. Like, you don't often see Grandpa um, vulnerable. Yeah. But it's a good moment. <laughs> um, when Rocco asks how it went, Grandpa smacks Beaver with his cane. <laughs> Grumbling about Grandpa's mean ways, Rocco runs into an old man feeding birds on the deck who reminds <laughs> him that he, too, will be old one day and will find out just how hard it is being old. Mean old bugger. Hope I never get old and crushy. You got a lot to learn there, young fella. Yeah, like what? Had to be really nasty without even trying? Well, you are gonna be old one day, Junior, if you're lucky. And then you too are gonna feel the heartbreak of a pruned diet or, or, or lost memories of the, the pain and loneliness of losing a loved one. Maybe then you'll understand why old timers aren't always the bright ray of sunshine you find yourself to be, eh, boy? <laughs> I love this. I love this scene. So, I mean, this might be my favorite scene from the whole thing of just this random old guy, pretty much like sentimentally breaking down for Rocco, but also like, what is he doing there? There's things in the water. They say that says rest in peace, like wreaths. Oh, yeah. Is Are we to imply that like three people have died on the ship and. I think the way that I pictured it anyway, because, you know, he's explaining this to Rocco. I believe Rocco is imagining it like he's just seeing the ducks. Yeah. Because one of the things that he mentions in the speech is, you know, your friends getting old and passing away. Yeah. Okay. Rocco is just kind of, I think, imagining that. And they just took something random for to, to turn into those those wreaths. Got it. OK. Yeah. Anyway. So. Um, yeah. Soon. Rock, soon Rocco notices that the ship is headed straight for those ducks and he wrenches the steering wheel away from the captain, steering them right into the Bermuda Triangle. Hey, ducks, go away. Big ship. Ducks. Hey, ducks. Oh, gracious. Captain. 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 We're going to turn the boat. We're going to ram some ducks. Exactly. Turn the wheel. I like ramming ducks. No! But it's mine! He's like, we're gonna ram some ducks! <laughs> I like ramming ducks! <laughs> Why? Yeah. <laughs> yes, this captain gets gets off on just murdering ducks. Oh my gosh, I mean, I guess it shouldn't be that funny, but it is. <laughs> just, yeah. I don't know, it hits me every time. Oh. Um, and then this imagery is is great. I know, like, Brett Wilson's art this week uh, is, you know, kind of this moment's a key moment where yes. the sky opens up, the triangle opens up. Uh, like, literally, the sky unzips. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. That zipper that yeah. shows up, so yeah. cool. That is cool. Um, yeah, this episode is just so, like, there's so much cartoony stuff that I love that, like, feels like, um, you know, old uh, Looney Tunes, or, like, Warner Brothers, or uh, or even, like, old Dis- really old Disney stuff. Yeah. Um, just, uh, yeah, I just love the feel of it. And the sky right here, again, um, looks so 
good. I don't, I don't know how else yeah. to put it. <laughs> oh yeah. It looks great. Yeah. Um, so that's the end of part one and part two begins as the ship glides through the mysterious zone and the passengers bear witness to a bunch of strange phenomena, including aliens that look uh, like green versions of heifer. <laughs> I love that. They were hideous! Hideous creatures! <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I love this whole like passage of the ship through the, through the uh, wacky cartoon zone. Yeah. Um, very psychedelic and cool kind of um i don't know I, I, a sucker for that kind of stuff i guess yeah and i think um, rocco you could tell like the artists on rocco like love these moments it happens from time to time where they yeah. just kind of get to like unleash all yeah, the stuff yeah. they like kind of want to draw yeah uh, suddenly all the young people find themselves becoming old while all the old people reverse age until they're young again hey rocco you're old Look who's talking rising, boy. What is this? What are you supposed to be, huh? Why, kid? Hey, hey, I, I'm feeling frisky. Get away from me! I don't want to be young again. No! Okay, but I was crazy as a kid! As the new young people wreak havoc across the ship, Rocco begins to understand how difficult being old can be. I like the um, one guy in particular who like doesn't want to turn young because he knows yeah. how out of control he will be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then That's he just great. starts ripping the like the floors up. <laughs> and eating the railing? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this whole uh, sequence of the different characters turning old or young uh, is really great. And they go through a few different ones. Um, just, uh, again, another, like, really cartoony moment. Like, the clock's right near them, and uh, they're interacting with it. Um, very cool. Yeah. And we should note the captain becomes a baby. He's yeah. the youngest one on the ship, I guess. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, Grandpa tries to win over Winifred in his new young form, but she still wants nothing to do with him. Just as things seem as if they couldn't get any worse, a violent storm breaks out, literally tossing the ship, and Rocco falls overboard. <laughs> uh, again, this storm, love it. Yeah. Uh, the water talking to Heifer on the side of the ship, uh, or to Grandpa, one of them. Um, it, just so cool. And uh, we didn't mention earlier, but the there's like planes in the sky at one point that kind of become like anthropomorphized and attack them. Um, just really cool sequences here. Um, when grandpa hears Beaver calling for help, he jumps overboard and battles the raging waves to rescue Rocco. Before grandpa can get back to the ship, the storm bashes him against the ship's hull and he falls into the sea. <laughs> My grandpa's gone. Taken by the angry sea. He's howling with the angels now. He's, he's my ex-grandpa. Who 
Hilfe! With everyone back aboard, the alien that, uh, oh, I don't know if we mentioned, um, when they go into the Bermuda Triangle, this, like, strange propeller-headed alien appears and, like, talks to us. Yeah, he's like, uh, I don't know, is he supposed to be the master of the Bermuda Triangle? I guess so. Something like that. Yeah. Um, so with everyone back aboard, the alien takes a snapshot of them all together and sends them crashing back to reality. In another <laughs> really great sequence, the ship um, crashing onto a, a huge clock. Um, <laughs> it's just very cool. And the alien like pulls the water out from under the ship. Yeah, yeah I love that. That was a cool effect. Yeah. Uh, the aging effects reverse and they soon find themselves back on their original course. When they reach the dock, everyone except for the captain seems to have had a great time. Man, it was cool being old. Without my teeth, I could swallow food whole. Thanks again for saving me life, Grandpa. From now on, you and I will be best of friends. Me and a beaver friends? Stranger things have happened. Rocco, half-grandpa, and Winifred head down the dock. The alien shows up one last time and holds up a postcard with their picture from the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah, I love that little greetings from. Yeah, very cool. (laughs) And that was it. Yeah, that's the end of the episode. Um, It really does. It doesn't feel like a a double episode, you know? Yeah. It it feels like it goes by much faster than that. Yes, totally. Like, the first half, especially to me, like, was just over suddenly right it's like wow that yeah, flew by Ro- Rocco's pretty I mean there's th- I don't think any animated show on Nickelodeon was more successful at the at the full length than Rocco I mean you think about like I yeah. have no son and wacky deli and Christmas uh, modern Christmas and this yeah. uh it just seems like if they knew they needed 20 whatever 25 minutes then like they actually needed it Yes. And they're really, this episode is really like, makes it clear how masterfully they can't like put these episodes together. Um, Just in that there wasn't like, there wasn't more story. I don't think than a, than a half episode, but somehow they affect, they stretched it out in such a way that like, it felt good the whole time you were watching it. I feel like that's the problem with a lot of those other cartoons is like when they try to stretch it out, they end up um, just not having enough material. Kind of. And some of it feel ends up like filler. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Do if you had to break this into two parts, do you prefer one part over the other? Oh boy, I, I really love both parts for what they are. I, mean, I love the first part as being like just almost just like a wacky adventure in itself with them being on the boat. And then the second part just um, makes it more of a meaningful episode. It just, I feel like these just fit together so perfectly. I'm not sure I can pick. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, I can't, I can't say, I mean, I like, I like the story moments in the first one and the first part. And then the second part, of course, that most of that is when they're actually in the Bermuda triangle. And so it's, uh, 
I don't know. They both serve such an important purpose. Like it's hard to really, yeah. it's hard to really say. So okay. you have, you have one in mind though. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I think the reason like to me, I don't love it as much as some other Rocco's is I, I like what they do with part two, but I feel like I was really into part one uh, just mm-hmm. as a Rocco story. And I feel like I got, not bored during part two, but just like a little, like, I don't know, like it lost the thread a little to me, mm, uh, which okay. I know I'm, I'm in the minority. I mean, I know cruising's a pretty beloved episode, um, but I hadn't watched this in a very long time. Um, I think, you know, for whatever reason, I actually, I watched most of Rocco's for the favorite episodes, but this one I skipped. So it had been a long time since I'd seen it. And um, yeah, I love part one, but part two just was like, and the animation was cool, but I just didn't love the execution of like the story, I guess. Um, But, uh, but everything you guys have kind of praised, like I, I don't, I also don't disagree with. It's just, uh, you know, okay. No, I was just, I was just saying that. Thank you for so eloquently uh, destroying our childhood. So, no, <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of my role on this show is to make sure that <laughs> if anyone's having a good time, <laughs> dropping the hammer on that. <laughs> Next week, back to Shelby Wu. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, well, Andrew, do you uh, and Bup, you want to talk about some of the stuff that went into this? Sure. Yeah. Hi. This is Bios, Trivia, Ratings, and Stray Observations. Um, you know, this is a rare occurrence where I don't have any bios because we've already talked about everybody um, that had a role in this episode that I could find. Okay. Wow. So... Man, proud of bios. <laughs> well, uh, I have not looked at this director before. This episode was directed by Timothy Bjorklund. Uh, and Bjorklund directed 18 episodes of Rocco all together. Uh, he was also a director on the Twisted Tales of Felix the Cat. Uh, he directed, uh, he went on a little run at the Disney Channel, neither show I'm aware of, but he directed two, 22 shows of a show called P- Teacher's Pet and 47 episodes of Brandy and Mr. Whiskers. You know that one? Heard of both? Never, never seen them. <laughs> Teacher's okay. Pet is okay. not bad. Uh, he also worked on a Nickelodeon show about a pig, I believe, called Olivia. Uh, and hmm. he was credited as one of the art department on the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Um, so, oh, cool. Uh, seems like he mostly works for Disney and Nick. Okay, so that was a that was a little bit about Timothy uh, Andrew. Did you have any trivia or bup? Um, just that this is the third half hour episode. I don't know if we noted that. Um, uh, you did mention though. I have no son, and Rockets Bond and Christmas were the ones who came before this. Um, and uh, yeah, what comes after Wacky Deli? Is there any other Wacky Deli? I that might be it. Yeah, I can't think of one. Uh, you may be right. Um, future, the future schlag is almost like a two-parter, but not quite. Yeah. Um, we did learn that Grandpa's full name is Hiram Willie Wolf. Mm. Yeah. Uh, 
there's that. Uh, I, I read online, it says the Cartoon Network series regular show also has an episode titled Cruisin'. Mm-hmm. And the show's creator, uh, J.G. Quintel, confirmed that uh, he named that episode after this one. I had no idea. I'll be honest. I am a huge fan of regular show. It's one of my favorite anim- my one of my favorite modern animated shows. Oh, cool. And, uh, yeah, I did not know that. Wow. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. I guess in honor. I uh, I also like that show a lot. I didn't know that either. But uh, great, great show. Anyone who hasn't oh, seen it, it's oh my gosh, I can't even. <laughs> it's just, I was so I was so surprised and impressed when I started watching it and then I became immediately addicted. So, yeah. Yeah. You know, he has a uh, an HBO show on now as well. Um, yes. an animated okay. thing. Have you watched that? Yes, I have. Uh, and what's your oh, it, it, I'm sorry. What's your take? I really like it. It's, uh, I mean, it is very reminiscent of regular show. Uh, it's a yeah. little more realistic because yeah. all the characters are humans. <laughs> but, uh, but it's, it's basically like if I had to put it this way, it's kind of, it's like regular show, but more geared towards adults. Yeah. So uh, I'm one of those people, despite being in my thirties, I shamelessly love animated shows, regardless of what age group they're aimed at, because yeah, I don't me know, too. It's my weird thing. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's really good. I really like it. Cool. So yeah, uh, the second season just came out, uh, I think, uh, a couple months ago. So yeah, great, cool, cool. Uh, Stray observation. Uh, yeah, I got some stuff here. Um, this one's just a random thing that I wanted to note. I forgot to talk about earlier is, um, at one point, uh, grandpa spits on Rocco's head when they're cleaning the deck and ever, uh, <laughs> starts brushing Rocco's head where the spit was just kind of a dumb, funny moment. Yeah. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll mention the weird during the food fight scene, you know, you, the food fight starts and then it cuts away and then it comes back and in the middle of it all, but more towards the back, a random character, you can barely see their body, but it's definitely not his body, but he has Heifer's head and his hands are covering his eyes and it looks like he's trying to hide. And then the immediate cutaway after that is to Heifer, who is not a part of the food fight. He's over like off to the side. And it was the weirdest thing. I don't know why that's in there, but it freaks me out every time I see it. I don't know what that's about. Whoa, so I, yeah. I missed that. It yeah. is so bizarre. Like I, I paused and just tried to, like, tried to see what his body looked like. It's kind of hard to tell. But yeah, it, it looks like a solid color, and yeah. it's like it's like just kind of part of the background almost. But his head stand, sticks out like a sore thumb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so <laughs> random. <laughs> Why? Yeah, it's it, so weird. But it looks just like Heifer? Yeah. Oh, the, it, yeah the head is his. Like, yeah, no yeah. question about it. Like, it's just, it's so weird. You think they just made a mistake? I, I think I'm, I'm leaning towards that. Or they're, or they're just trying to, you know, mess with people. I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, weird. I guess it must have been a mistake, but it's so blatant that right. it's just bizarre. It's yeah. Like, wh- how did this happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Weird. Um, yeah. Very, very strange. Good one. Um, the, well, uh, to figure out who has to take care of Grandpa, Rocco, and Heifer play uh, Heads or Tails, do you know who calls what? <laughs> Rocco calls Heads and Heifer calls Tails. Mm-hmm. That's right. Nice. And the, um, uh, the uh, coin, actually, the Tails is a picture of a tail. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And to piggyback on that observation, um, did you happen to notice like what the tail resembles? 
Hmm. It looks uh, almost like Pepper's tail. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. That looked like the exact same tail. It's very yeah. <laughs> kind of funny. Cool. Um, and actually, also going off of that, a result of the coin flip, can you guys name all of the jobs that Heifer does around the ship? Oh, nice. Oh, man. Um, the scrubbing of the the deck, of course. Right. Yep. Um, this the brushing of dentures, yes. tons of dentures. I love yes. that that <laughs> scene. Um, well, it's like a take on the, you know someone peeling potatoes or something yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love it. It's such a good background with all those stacks of dentures. Yeah, um, and you just hear the chattering teeth. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was the chef at the in the dining hall. Yep. Um. I'm not sure what he was doing when he was when he ran into those walkers. He was doing something. That is one of them. I was going to say no <laughs> more in addition to that. Um, boy, I'm not sure. Joey, do you got any guesses? Nothing. No, I can't. Um... Okay, I mean, I could just tell, when he's when he knocks the walkers over, he's pushing like a food trolley, like to mm. deliver food to a room somewhere. Uh, so I get food delivery, I guess, uh, and then um, uh, washing windows. Where there's ah, yes. the yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Um, well, of course, Grandpa calls Rocco Beaver, but did you happen to catch any of the other insults uh, Grandpa hurls Rocco's way? Huh. Oh, I should have kept track of that. I can't believe I didn't. Yeah, I didn't even, like, it didn't register, I don't think, with me. Um, he, I can't think of a single one. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other more common one was boy, uh, but he also calls him twerp. Uh, he calls him a little runt, and he calls him ignorant. Mm. <laughs> what are you, ignorant boy? Yeah, that's great. <laughs> um, at the very beginning of the episode, they drive by a few O-Town businesses. Did you catch any of these? Uh, one I saw, it was like hotel or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hotel. That was the only one I caught. Buck, anything? No, I don't know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the other ones that I noted were Cup O Joe and Lobato Shop. Which. Um, <laughs> Lobato Shop, I love it. <laughs> if you recall uh, the Suckomatic episode, um, they were watching the the Lobato network. Um, so, you know, it's kind of kind of connected. Yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, probably, yeah. man. That, wow. <laughs> uh, Andrew, you might have mentioned this. Let me know. Uh, what game are Grandpa and Rocco playing when they're checking out Ooh. the babes? Checkers. Checkers, okay. Did you mention that? <laughs> no, no. Okay. okay. I just noticed it. Um, yeah. Uh, this is just just another thing I noticed. Um, in this episode, there's a lot of backgrounds that repeat. Hmm. Um, and a few, like when they're walking to, around the ship on the, or around the deck on the ship, um, some of the old people repeat in the background. And like at the beginning when they're driving through the town, the backgrounds repeat a little bit. Okay. Just like something to yeah. notice. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Uh, did you happen to catch the name of the ballroom? Uh, oh yeah, the last dance. The last dance, yeah. Oh, I, I, 
I, I do love that, like, as as they're slow dancing, everybody's just wheezing. <laughs> just yeah. That little yeah. Touch. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you guys name the song the old man is singing in the shower? Mm. Oh, no. When Heifer looks in. It's an opera song. Yeah. Like, oh. No, I can't. It is called Largo El Factotum from The Barber of Seville. Uh, kind of a classic. Never, I, knew, I, I didn't know the name. Yeah. I was before. just listening to that yesterday. No, I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, where is it that the occupants of the ship have dinner? Ooh. It has a name? Yeah. Mm, I don't know it. That's the flamingo room. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, it is being served in the flamingo room. <laughs> <laughs> um, what year? There's a point where um, they're in the ballroom and the old guys are talking to each other. Uh, what year did one of them win the grand prize at the Hot Foot Club? <laughs> if they're to be believed. That. That. Thirty-nine. Yep. Okay. Thirty-nine. Yeah. Oh, okay. I had to get one. I had to get one. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was a New Year's dance, by the way. A little connection to the episode being on New oh, Year's Day. Oh, oh. oh nice. Mm. Uh, what were the three options for dinner? Ah. Man, man, I, I should have wrote them down. I just didn't. Um, I, I'm not sure. That would be puree of prime rib. Puree, puree of pheasant uh, gratin and puree of trout la pouffe. <laughs> I do love that gag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like that 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 uh, heifer is describing it while wearing a chef's hat as if he like just <laughs> yeah. over it or something. <laughs> but but then that all the food is just in like slushy machines. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another really nice looking um, animation. Like yeah. one of the machines is like dripping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, did you guys catch the speeds that the boat goes? Ooh, good one. I know the the la the one that they do to get all the way back is <laughs> wow, that's fast, which is a yeah. huge callback to Looney Tunes. But uh, yeah. I can't. I I didn't actually look at the other ones. No. Yeah, neither did I. Yeah. Uh, they include reverse, stop, forward. Fast exclamation point, like zoom, and and wow, that's fast. <laughs> that's a good catch. Um, Heifer is snacking on a, a bag of something here. Did you happen to catch him what his snack is called? Man, what, when was this? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do not know. Uh, it looked like whatever chips they were called pasture puffs. Oh yes, of course the classic pasture puffies. Oh, puffies, yeah. right, right, pasture puffies. I smelled like puffies. One of the uh, old people, when he becomes young, tries to give Rocco some pain medication. Uh, <laughs> did you notice what it was called? Uh, bone bone numbers. Yep. The Z. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like that. Did you catch why Heifer thought it was cool to be old at the end? Yeah. 
<laughs> because without any teeth, he can swallow his food whole. Yeah. I'm not sure I understand the connection there. But yeah. That's good. Just without those teeth in the way. <laughs> yeah. I guess. That's good. Um, all right. Well, let's take a look at the ratings here on IMDb. This episode has an 8.3 out of 10 on TV.com. It has an 8.2 out of 10 out of five Kreb stars. What did you end up giving cruising? Uh, I finally decided on a five out of five. Whoa. Um, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just really love this one. Like I, it's so bizarre to me that it's like this, um, like the lesson of this episode is kind of bizarre for little kids. Um, but I like it. I like that. They're trying to like, uh, talk to kids about these kind of harder ideas. Um, and I love like the Looney Tunes nature of it, or just like the cartoony nature of it. It looks amazing. Uh, it, the, it's paced perfect, I feel like. Um, just uh, the, and I feel like, again, both halves complement each other so well to create this complete story. Um, I It's one of those episodes that has always stuck with me. I love the amount of grandpa in it. Um, the setting for Rocco and Heifer to be in is great. Um, and one thing we didn't mention, I love when Heifer's old. Suddenly he's kind of like the voice of reason a little bit. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, he's the only one kind of not freaking out even as he's trying to solve problems. And so, mm-hmm. um, so I don't know, this episode I, is just a joy to watch and to look at. Um, and uh, you know, I didn't, there's not like one second of it that I felt like this was bad or annoying. A perfect wow. five. Wow. Uh, Never mind, are you putting blood in the water for Joey? <laughs> I cannot wait to rain on your parade. Uh, <laughs> Bup, what did you give it? Um, you know, it, it, I was on the fence for a while because, as I said, it was in my top ten, but it was toward you know toward the back end, and um, I waffled on it for a while. But I think, I think I'm going to go with four and a half. Um, and the reason for that is I agree with pretty much everything that, uh, that Andrew said, but I, I look at the other ones on my list, like, you know, that were higher up mm-hmm. and I found, I, I laughed a lot more during those. And I mean, I mean, I'll, I have no problem being honest. I mean, Rocco, I watch for the laughs mostly. I mean, the, it's such a funny show and it's so well-written and, uh, mm-hmm. well, this one did have a lot of great moments and that were very funny and even a lot of great moments that weren't particularly funny. Um, I, uh. I just, I can't, I can't put it on the same tier as some of because most of the other ones on my top 10, you know, the ones that are higher, I would give perfect scores. And so this one, I don't know. I don't know that I can. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I mean, I still think it's very good. Like I said, I mean, I think if I was just doing part one, it would have been maybe a five. Um, but there's just, like I said, maybe like to me, I, I, it was like my attention after the 15 minute mark was like waning a little bit and. Um, I, you know, I guess I don't like love the, uh, the con, I, I, I guess I've never been a big fan of like the conceptual, like de-aging or, Hmm, um, really? Yeah. Even like, I loved that. (laughs) Yeah. Like even though, I mean, I mentioned passage of Lady Anne on Twilight Zone, but there's a ton of Twilight Zones where like, you know, people either age or, you know, go backwards. And I, I, 
just whatever like that concept benjamin button concept like i just <laughs> it's not it doesn't quite do it for me um i would have ju- i would have watched 25 minutes of just like you know what about what, think of this um um kick the can <laughs> yeah i know i you love kick the can but i yeah, i've never been it. i've never wow. it just like it is sentimental <laughs> it's sentimental but it's not it just not my wheelhouse. I don't know. Anyway, I gave this a 3.9. Um, so, you know, I think it's, I think it's very good. I just, you know, there's like Rocco's that I hold in such high esteem that like, I think there was enough ahead of it that I couldn't quite give it like a four and a half or a five. So, Mm -hmm. um, so it's a very, very good episode. I would agree with Bup. I don't think it's like the funniest Rocco. Um, especially like with Grandpa Wolf, who I like love, like every time Grandpa Wolf's in the show, he like kills me. And actually in this episode, I think it's like maybe, you know, his least comedic take. Uh, so, yeah, I agree with that. I, I, I do like just finding out more about his life and yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a very, very fine episode. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, shall we name the episode? Yeah. I'd love to. Uh, I finally landed on old timers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you got like the little time pun in there. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. Bup, what do you got? Well, I, I, um, this might be a little bit of a cheat because it does have the original title in it, but I kind of added on to it. Um, and it's kind of an ode to uh, old uh, aerobics uh, videos that uh, that my mom actually used to watch, and I uh, named it Cruising to the Oldies. <laughs> yes, that's very good. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Love it. I was just saying, for those youngsters that yeah. don't know, the, the, the Sweating to the Oldies with uh, Richard Clemens yeah. with his, his aerobics videos, so... Yeah. yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's great. Uh, I went with Rock the Boat. Mm. So that's very, good. also very good. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> um, all right, so go back around one more time. What are they? Old timers. Cruising to the oldies. And Rock the Boat. And we'll, uh, we'll post those. And uh, you guys can vote the last round. Ooh, it was it was close. Uh, we actually had to put it up twice. Uh, you you and Chris tied. Uh, you had dunks and drunks for fifteen, and Chris had uh, what was it? It was hot shots, no. hook shots, <laughs> and hooch plots. No, I can't remember it all. <laughs> uh, and hold on, let me just see who ended up winning. Uh, I don't even think I checked. Um, oh my god, it was it. It was a tie again. <laughs> uh, so I think I think it'll oh. just end up. I think it'll just end up being a tie because I did two rounds and you guys tied on both rounds. Wow! Wait, what was his? Did you hot, say it? Hot shots, hook shots, and hooch plots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love the hooch plots. I love it. Oh my god. <laughs> So uh, two rounds is a tie. Uh, it's a tie. Nice. Uh, I like that. We'll, we'll, we'll see what happens here. Uh, hopefully no ties. Um, 
we, we did get a quick letter about um, our 15 episode, which, of course, I always love. Yes. Uh, this is from Michael and he says, Hey guys, I just listened to your episode about 15, which I must have missed as a kid because I had never heard of it. (laughs) I, I started watching 15 on Amazon prime. The whole show is available there and I'm hooked. It's it's not, it's not a well-made show, but if there's one thing Nickelodeon has taught me from the new, are you afraid of the dark reboot? Well-made doesn't always equal good. I love your episodes on obscure Nickelodeon shows like this and Crybaby Lane, which I had also missed as a kid. Uh, so I hope you keep doing more of those. I love the podcast, Michael. Nice, yeah, very nice one. I'm glad somebody's enjoying the uh, weirder fare. Yeah, I mean, I think we like stumbling on the, you know, I think that's part of the charm of Fifteen too. Oh yeah. Uh, and all right, I'll watch it. Oh. <laughs> Come on. I don't, nudge, nudge, bup. <laughs> I, 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 it honestly, because I just like, uh, just like Michael, as he just said, I, I had never heard of it either until I listened to this podcast. I was like, 15, what, what are they talking about? Like, I knew about a lot of the older, you know, ones from like, like literally like from all the way back, like 1990 and even like in the late eighties. Um, but I had never even heard of this one. And so I, and then you guys covered it and it sounds hilarious and, and great. And I, I really do need to give it a watch. You know, I think, I think most people who knew 15 and I think Andrew, you're probably with me here. You, the website, Nick, what was it? Nick rewind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or Nick. Yeah. <clears throat> was that it? Some, a reboot or something, something like that. There was a website that pretty much played all the bootleg old Nick shows and it was just 24 hours. There was a video up. Uh, there's yeah. chat rooms where people could talk, um, wow. and it's it's since been shut down. But 15 was really prominent on that. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. I think I think I think you may have sh- like told me about it. Like you're like the show keeps coming on. And it's so <laughs> weird. It's called 15, and I hadn't re- heard of it either. So when I started watching the site, I was just like, oh my, this is the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. So, it, it's, it's an acquired show, right? It's not a Nick original, is it? I want to say it's an original. Yeah. I'm not. I, you know, I wouldn't bet a million dollars on that. But I, I, I'm unsure on the first season, but I think it's eventually acquired. Or I think like eventually Nick picked it up. Um, okay, but I'm I'm, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Okay. Um. But yeah. But unless there was that website, I still don't think I would have really known about it. Well, so uh, just uh, just double checking to see if this oh, is yeah. acquired or what the deal is. Um, quick, quick internet, you know, quick internet search here. We'll get the waiting music going. <laughs> it doesn't specifically say, but it says it was Nickelodeon's only teenage soap opera, um, and that's the only mention of like where it, what it was on so um, I take that as a Nickelodeon original yeah. I mean it would have been the very early days of Nick it would have been probably you know most of the people who are like I think oh, they would have missed it sorry uh, it says Nickelodeon and, and Canadian partners joined uh, creator John T. Binkley in producing the series yeah hmm. so I mean that sounds almost a little bit like Are You Afraid of the Dark where it's like Canadian base, but Nickelodeon was making it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, it folks, <laughs> it's so good. 
<laughs> it is. It is. When you get titles like Dunks and Drunks and Hook Shots, Hot Shots, and Hooch Plots, <laughs> you're not getting that on Doug. Uh, um, all right. Well, what what are we talking about next, Andrew? Next time we're going to do our own Nickelodeon TV show auction. Um, we're going to each have a, a budget to try to win over one of these shows and then... Um, you know, we may eventually uh, use these shows as like uh, starting off point for uh, another episode. Yeah, I think, um, you know, I'd heard a podcast do this where they did it with movies, but pretty much everybody gets a thousand dollars and then every Nick show you'll be able to bid on. We might set a limit. Maybe. What do, you, do you think like yeah. five or? Oh, of shows? Yeah. I feel like, I mean, I guess we haven't totally talked about it but i felt like maybe we should just have a win, uh, money limit yeah and then uh okay i mean do we even need to limit shows i guess not i guess if you can get a show for five dollars or whatever then you should yeah those like final few shows on the, <laughs> on the bracket yeah so all shows oh go ahead bub no it's just a shelby woo <laughs> oh yeah oh i mean i'll if, if it's sitting out there i'll, I'll try to you know the, the thing is, you're going to have to manage your money. You can't blow. Yeah. You know, I guess you could blow $1,000 on one show, but... Um, um, yeah, you could, but you would want PvP, maybe, but you might have to spend half your money on PvP. Right. Right. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be a fun challenge. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. I, I don't think we know exactly how it's going to go, and I, I always love those type of episodes where yeah, it's like, yeah, let's <laughs> swing it here. Yeah, it sounds awesome. Yeah, so that'll be the uh, Nickelodeon auction. Uh, that'll be fun. Um, yeah. In the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, like Michael did, you can find us on Twitter at BOC Podcasts, uh, at Instagram at Orange Couch Podcasts, email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Podbean, Spotify, iTunes. Leave us a review. That helps other people find us. And speaking of helpful, Buff, always great to, to have you with us talking Rocco. We, we, didn't, get a, we didn't get a lot of uh, impersonations. Is, is, there, uh, is, there, is, is there like a line from this episode that you really... Um, I mean, you know, I, I threw in the one at the beginning when I first came in. But um, yeah, I, I, uh, truth be told... I, Rocco is, you know, it's one of my favorite shows, but I can't do a lot of voice <laughs> like great Tom Kenny as Heifer is so funny, and yeah. I can't even remotely begin. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that has to do with me. Just, I naturally have a lower register, and so, you know, characters with lower voices I'm usually better with. Uh, um, and old characters as well, I tend to do, uh, yeah. do better with this as well. So, um, but... Uh, yeah, so sorry if that was uh, oh. <laughs> totally fell short there. <laughs> no, I, I, I couldn't do it. So, uh, but thank you so much for talking with us. Oh yeah, of course. No, I was I was happy to do it. I'm, I'm always excited to talk about rock off. So anytime. Cool. Yeah, great episode. Um, well, we'll see you all next time.
I say we ate the beaver. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> yes. Oh, hold! You're holding out on us, bud. <laughs> All right. Yeah, hold on. So when I say hi, say hi back. Hello. Do, do you hi. think he said it? I don't know. <laughs> did, did you say it? Hi. Hi. Hi.